0: Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm Kyle Bossman, the Dark Prince of Nerd Media. We are joined this week by Daniel Bloodworth, hello, Brandon Jones, hello, and that's it for right now. <laughs> that's it. We're all uh, uh, we're all home. Uh, if you're just listening and wondering why this sounds weird, um, I, I don't know. I bet every single podcast and show you watch is weird this week. You know, I don't feel like we have to explain it anymore. You can just say we're on Zoom, and like people get it. Uh, weird time. Weird time, but uh, we're still doing podcasts. In fact, let's kick off with our corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Ashley Graham, the president's daughter, is 20 years old.
1: She's got that college sweater on, you know, <laughs> like wrapped around her waist.
2: Oh my That's God. news. That's news to me. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, think, I think because the whole
0: game, they're like, you got to save the president's daughter, you know? And so yeah. you, like. it sounds like she should be young. Uh, she's an adult. Um, Oh, uh, the PlayStation blog very quickly updated their post about backwards compatibility. Actually not very quickly. It wasn't until Thursday, the day we went live with our podcast, they wrote this. Um, Quick update on backwards compatibility. With all the amazing games in PS4's catalog, we've devoted significant efforts to enable our fans to play their favorites on PS5. We believe that the overwhelming majority of the 4,000-plus PS4 titles will be playable on PS5, will be or, ex- excuse me, we're expecting backward compatible titles will run at a boosted frequency on PS5 so that they can benefit from higher or more stable frame rates and potentially higher resolutions. We're currently evaluating games on a title by title basis to spot any issues that need adjustment from the original software developers. Cool. So it's not going to be 100 or less.
1: Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, it sounds very much like the Xbox system at this point.
0: Right. Where it sounds like even the Xbox, they're not sure how many uh, games will still work on Series X, which is crazy. I think it really is just a case-by-case basis thing. Like You, you, you don't know until you're testing it, which is wild. Um, oh, another correction I saw a lot that I think is worth bringing up is that game sizes might actually be smaller next gen. Um, at least uh, digital downloads. And that if you have a guaranteed SSD, you won't have to put in as many redundancies into the code. Uh, but that is yet to be proven.
1: We'll see. Right. Well, it's... The thing is, is you have that working, right? But at the same time, you're, you're shooting for 4K and 8K more. So you're going to have bigger textures in general. Mm-hmm. So, and the audio stuff as well. How's it all going to balance out?
0: 3D audio blood, it's got to be huge. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Theoretically, yes. Download sizes could be smaller, they could get more compressed, Um, but yeah, you know, it's hard to say. Uh, End corrections music, please, but we're not done with corrections. We got a new segment called Corrections Takedowns. (laughs) Blood, you read a lot of corrections. You you read a lot of comments. You know how some comments just smell bad? Sure. You can just smell them and the person sounds overly confident, but also wrong at the same time. (laughs) It just smells gross. So I got some corrections that we have to take down. We have to deliver facts to and help them out. Um, First, a lot of corrections were saying, hey, Cerny did this with the PS4. They're just repeating history. This exact same thing already happened. Uh, No, 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 in so many ways. So in the February reveal of the PlayStation 4, yes, Mark Cerny did come out and talk about the PlayStation 4, but also games were revealed Mac was revealed, <laughs> um, Killzone was revealed, uh, 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 Infamous was revealed, right? So but That's were... not what
1: they're referring to, right? They're talking about his GDC talk, which okay. probably wasn't as widely broadcast.
0: If Mark Cerny did not have a GDC talk that year. Oh. Yeah, blood. This is how wrong everyone was. <laughs> Chris Chris Norton had a GDC talk, GDC talk that year, but that was not allowed to be recorded with video or audio. You can listen to an audio recording of it. Uh, Today it's online, but there was no video recording of that GDC talk. Mark Cerny did have a talk at an event called uh, uh, Game Lab 2013 and that presentation was called the Road to PS4. However, that happened on June 28th 2013 after E3 after everything was revealed. Uh, It is worth mentioning that at GDC of that year, they also showed the controller and the PlayStation camera for the first time. Still, the box had not been seen until E3 of 2013. So yeah, not anyone, seeing the
1: controller is the thing that surprised me the most with you know, talking about everything that's supposedly in there.
0: Yeah, it's almost time, right? That's, what, that's the thing. It's like, look, I did, I did not have a problem with last week's presentation. Jones obviously did. But the people defending it as like this was normal business are completely wrong. You all need to check yourselves.
1: Check yourselves.
0: Uh, Next comment I had a really hard time with. Oh, people... All right, so you know how the the Minecraft ray tracing demo did not have a stable frame rate? A lot of people are like, hey, it was an encoding issue. Watch this video. And, like, it's it's the... um, It's the... uh, uh, Digital Foundry? Digital Foundry video, right. Um, So you watch that video. Yes, that's at the beginning of the video. If you watch that very same video for three more minutes, they explain that the video... Excuse me, the demo they saw... Had frame rate dips between 30 and 60 (laughs) FPS. Watch that video. Don't correct me with a video that includes the very facts that you are missing. Check yourselves.
1: Check yourselves. Check yourself.
0: (sighs) Finally, worst possible take. This comment right here, I'll just read it word for word. People desperately clinging to SSD speeds, ignoring that PC gamers have had (laughs) SSDs for 10 years. Check yourself.
1: Check yourself. Check yourselves. That's the worst one.
0: Oh, that is that is the worst take. That is just somebody who is not willing to listen to anything that's being said. Um not that we're tech pros. I won't say that we are. You know what I was thinking about? I was actually thinking, like, hey, you can like movies without caring how projectors work. (laughs) It's kind of where I'm at. (laughs) Nice you can like movies without caring how lucasfilm actually renders a millennium falcon these days i simply don't care i'm not going to watch that bonus feature but i can still love a movie so to anyone who says i don't understand why they don't care about tech it's simply like that to me it's it's i can love a video game without caring how it's made
2: um pretty simply okay well being curious about tech and caring about tech are are two different things like because we don't necessarily have all the information doesn't mean we don't care about tech i don't care Okay. <laughs> well, you, I you don't care. You host a podcast. You care enough to, to, to pass on the information, you know, mm-hmm. to analyze it.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm more on, like, the Hollywood reporter end. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited to talk about game announcements and the biz more than I am the tech side.
1: Yeah, I'm, d- I'm definitely it. in the middle ground there. Like, I don't understand all the ins and outs, but I also, you know, kind of take a wait and see with the stuff. Because, like, you know, I do know from the past that just, like, putting a spec sheet side by side doesn't. Doesn't tell the whole story, you know. The architecture can make a bit. Of, I mean, the PS3 was that, right? When the PS3 came out, it was really hard for a lot of third-party ports to run efficiently on that. Yeah. Even though it was more powerful uh, of a system, but the architectures were really difficult to work with. So those things do make a difference.
0: Yeah, it is. It is going to be a wild fall. Or, I mean, it could be 2021. We'll see. um Time to play. Best last line. Bloodworth. This is a fun game. So. Um, I don't feel like there are enough famous last lines in video games. I don't think we celebrate them enough. So what we do is we look at uh, some suggestions from our patrons for the best last line of a video game. Um, the panel determines which one is the most memorable. And then of the, the last lines that win, I will choose one of those to be the actual last line that I have on the final Easy Allies podcast for myself at the end of April. Okay. Again, we had too many good suggestions. I'll start with this one because it, there were three of them. Three people suggested this one last line, and I love this last line too. Mm-hmm. From uh, Umer Zafar, Jordan Brown, and Wu-Tang Clam. You guys are the best. Remember that game?
1: It seems such a simple thing. I don't know what it is. is man.
0: It's so funny. The, the, that line means nothing, but it hit me so hard. It's Final Fantasy XV.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. It's
0: very, very end of Final Fantasy 15. You guys are the best. All right, um, all right. From John Johnston, Father, your death is avenged. Now that I have destroyed Bison, his empire will, sh- will surely collapse. Finally, you can rest in peace.
2: Really good. And
0: I can get back to being a young single girl.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> Somehow, everything that happened stopped them from being a young single guy. So, the
2: Street Fighter Two. Yeah, who's ending? It's Chun Li, right?
0: Jones nailed it, yeah. bullseye. All right, let's I mean, do. That's
2: arc, you know.
0: Dang, let's do at least two. For more me, next. it was a Tuesday.
3: <laughs>
0: um. All right, this one I, I don't expect either of you to know. It's a it's a game that I streamed. Uh, okay, the quote is from Sam Hall. A new life came into being, different from anything that had ever existed. It was nothing but the genital organs and a single desire. A heart was no longer needed.
1: That's your enigma? No. It's, it's, tale of,
0: it's Tale of the Sun, which has like nine different endings. Yeah. One of the endings is the propagation ending. So you're a caveman who chooses to evolve through propagation. And so all it becomes is like this weird like fleshy mesh of genital organs and there doesn't the heart is no longer needed is the last thing that's said because it's just like organs procreating for the rest of all time and that's an actual end to a video game tale of the sun playstation one incredible okay last one last one from adam northwest it's a lot to ask but i don't want you to be sad that i'm gone I want you to be amazed any of us had a chance to be here at all.
2: That's so on the
1: nose, though. That's the thing. the first and the fourth one are super on the nose.
2: Yeah, see, it's, it's just the, you know. You know the game? It's gotta be relevant, but funny. And that's not, that breaks my heart. Oh yeah, that one's,
1: the I'm game having to hide,
2: I'm having to hide my emotions right now.
0: You know the game, what the game is? <laughs> Edith Finch, What Remains of Edith Finch. Oh, okay. All right, so which of those four most memorable?
1: Two.
2: Oh, the Chun Li. Yeah, was... yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Come on now. What, do you, what
1: did you even do this bit for? <laughs>
2: looking,
0: they're trying to find good actual quotes, and the funny
2: ones always win.
1: It's a, I mean, it's a the other. Actual quote. I mean, it that's is a good problem. That's yeah. the problem. It's like, which. The fourth one is is the best but.
2: but it's it's not just aha i'm a piece of poop laugh laugh it's the it everything kind of starts to resonate and then i can go back to being a little girl it's just you're right such such a slam dunk right at the end
0: yeah, yeah yeah so people are throwing at me like random funny ones but you're right i did pick that one i think it is more than random funny
2: especially if you can just because it's the same as the one from last week where it's just like you know, take that, Sonic the Hedgehog. Shadow, Shadow, the, Hedgehog, Shadow, Shadow the, the Hedgehog. Sayonara, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> but Chun-Li beats it. Because uh, Chun-Li's also, this one's also a little bit longer. So, I, like, I want to, I, I like a good meaty line mm-hmm. that you can, you know, you guys are the best is, you know, it uh, it, it, it resonates, but it's, it's too short.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Now, waking up this morning, coming into Tuesday, March 26th, I had no news for the podcast. Then there was a Nintendo Mini Direct. That's Thursday, huh? Today is Thursday. Great point. <laughs> Great point. So coming into this podcast, no news. Uh, all days are the same. Once, once lockdown begins, it's all in one day. Uh, the heart was no longer needed. Um, so <laughs> you would think that with the, N- the Nintendo Direct, how exciting. Oh, I finally have news for the podcast. I'm leading with a story that has nothing to do with Nintendo. Mm. Yeah. Found this in my inbox. Bloodworth already knows what it is. He forwarded this to me.
2: I got a Nintendo headline that wasn't in the direct, but we can get to that later. Ooh, I'm excited for that, John Z. I should have should have mentioned it before we started recording. Sorry.
0: No, go ahead. We're, you know, we're, we're, no, we're, no. It's a fun conversational podcast. Anyway, Epic Games is yeah. publishing for other yeah. studios now. And they came out hard today saying they're publishing games from three I'd say crazy studios. Uh, first is Gen Design. Uh, the studio from Fumito uh, Fumito Ueda. Uh, is it who, Gen? Is, do you say Gen?
1: I don't know what's correct. Either like one to, could. I
0: like to say correct. Gen, like the Street Fighter character. Sure. Um, you're right. It's probably Gen. Um, uh, who obviously just made The Last Guardian, but uh, uh, Shadow of the Colossus and Eco as well. Um, Play Dead, who I think is only made inside in Limbo. I don't think they've made any games outside of those, but two great games uh, inside, especially, and. Remedy Entertainment, who just made Control last year. So, um, Epic Games Publishing is is a new multi-platform publishing effort with a developer-first approach, is what they say. You know what? Before we go into the technicalities, of why I actually think this is an interesting story, let's talk about those three studios. Um, I think that's a really strong lineup.
1: Yeah, that's super strong. Like, those are all very creative minds. Like, they're not going to just put yeah. out... You know your boilerplate you know games as a service shooter battle royale mode and all that you know like they're going to you know it's very much like uh microsoft getting ninja theory right like they're going to make things that are going to be thought-provoking and interesting
3: yeah
0: yeah exactly and I, if you listed like studios that should probably be picked up i would put these in there and they're not getting picked up. You know, they're just, they're just being allowed to make games, a way better deal, honestly. Well, maybe not on way better, but yeah, very interesting deal that Epic's proposing. So good picks, I would say.
1: They're and also, think, yeah. uh, Public. sorry, they're also behind, beyond like what you typically think of as indie. Like even though they are, op- they are operating independently, like they are capable of doing, you know, like really high quality work.
0: Remedy especially, I would say. Uh, yeah, Last Guardian, I guess you could say Last Guardian's AAA, but, you know, that, that game took eight years to make. Uh, so, yeah, Remedy, to me, is, like, the easiest, like, locking in that's just, you know, instant gold or whatever. Uh, Play Dead also takes a long time in between games, but just makes incredible ones that, when they come out on the other end. Um, so, yeah, I don't think we're going to see these games for a while, even.
1: Play Dead's, I think we could.
0: Because it's been so long since uh Yeah, inside. I think
1: they've probably been cooking it for quite a while and they're just looking for the right partner.
0: Yeah, it's funny, there was a a trailer that came along with this announcement, where John's, you do see people pointing at screens. I know you hate this, and you know, three D models <laughs> getting rotated of nothing, of of rocks, and some ambiguous three uh, uh, D controller movement. Um, but yeah, you're right. But they're at least cooking on these things. And you're right; they may have been in development already, and they just found their publisher. And Epic said, "Let's just let's save all these for one day. Let's make all three announcements on one day." Um, I want to talk about what I think is technically interesting about this. So, uh, and this is just me reading from their uh, PR statement. Um, developers will retain 100% of all intellect- intellectual property and full creative control of their work. They are really letting these developers uh, do whatever they want and keep it all <laughs> at the end of the day. And it's kind of like, Epic, what are you doing? What is? What do you get out of this? You know. Um, Two other bullet points I find really interesting. Um, so they're going to cover up to up to 100% of develop, development costs. I don't know what up to 100% means. Um, from developer salaries to go to market expenses, such as QA localization and marketing, and all publishing costs. So yeah, they're just full on publishing this stuff. And then the next bullet point, 50-50 profit sharing. Developers earn a fair share for their work once costs are recouped. Developers earn at least 50% of all profits. That's crazy. Um, But actually, also, I didn't, uh, not many publishers tell us how much split a developer gets from their cut of profits. I think it's really rare to actually see that number. Um, So for them to brag about it, to me, implies that it's pretty good, that that 50-50 is all right. So yeah, Jones, what what is Epic doing here? Why are they doing this?
2: It's a weird well it's it's cool that they're spending their money in interesting ways because it's kind of it's kind of like Riot, you know, where like we saw Riot making so much money off League of Legends and it's just like what are they going to do? And it's exciting that they're 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 branching out into all these different genres and making all these different games. Epics like that's not enough for us. Like we really want to um, you know, have a footprint on this industry in a lot of different ways maybe than people are, are not expecting. And so it, it's yeah, it, but it's it's strange to me because it's like is this going to return on them uh, an investment just purely with dollar signs? Or is, is like, clout a big thing for them? That, like, they... When you think Epic, you literally think, like, oh, they do everything, you know? Like, this is a company that has an engine you can use to make games. This is a company that has one of the biggest games. This is a company that has their own game store. This is a company that's now publishing other things.
0: Uh, you know? I think you nailed it, Jones. I think it's way more about clout than profit. Right? Because the comparison to Riot is, like, they'd be just making a bunch of Fortnite games, Fortnite spinoffs. Right, and they're not, they're not like Which making.
2: It's not, my- you know, nothing against that. That's a smart thing to do with your money, you know. <laughs> I guess. Again, like try. It was like when Blizzard made Overwatch. It was like you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone to try another genre is a huge deal. It's like a, it's like a big risk, and uh, not only just for your expertise and trying something for the first time, but your audience just being like, no, 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 this is not why I'm. I'm not. You're not going to get me to play this being a fan of the game that you other make because I don't like card games. I don't like fighters. I don't like shooters, um, and so it's just interesting that Epic really wants. Um, and is willing to, to 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 spend the money to get um because they must have spent money on this and they're and just like when they launched the epic game store they're really focusing on the percentages what we're doing for the developers we are doing this. You know, because like you know, uh, hot topics are you know crunch and, and you know, dev time's taking too long. Way too much money being spent on games when you have the it's you know you have something like Untitled Goose Game or something that comes up where it's really exciting and people are like, well, I had as much fun with this as I had with this AAA game. Should we really rethink how this industry is structured? And so like their cell keeps to be kind of pointed in that direction, regardless of what Epic does. That they're like, we are doing this to benefit the business. We are doing this to help
1: developers. And yes, um, there was a line in there, right, Kyle? They are like, We're, we want to be the publishers that we always wanted or something like that.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, to me, but blood, doesn't that seem too friendly coming from a business that is making so much money?
1: Sure, but they are, like, I mean, they've got some outside investors, right? Like Tencent, people get a little up in arms about. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that they are still sort of, not quite like a family business, but you know, like there are those companies out there, those corporations that are pretty much family owned or whatever, like it's they're the ones making the decisions. And so I kind of wonder if it's kind of like that, where it's like, they're not really necessarily interested in making money as long as they make their money back and maybe not even that interested in clout. They're just like, hey, we want to make cool games and these are people making cool games. So let's help them make cool games.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, at some point when your business is making so much money, you just have to start spending it. And why not spend it in interesting and fun ways? I can see that. Um, before we move on, of these three studios, panel, which which game are you most excited to see?
2: Which next project are you most anticipating? Probably Playdeads. Really. Because I think, uh, yeah, it, I mean, I, you know, Control was my game of the year last year, but I th- yeah. and, and that's something that I wanted to mention when you talked about Three Studios. It's like, I think they're all on like an upswing, you know? It's <laughs> like, it's like yeah. a, a, inside, I mean, a, a Limbo is great, but like inside was clearly like, whoa, they are, it just looked, you know, better. It was more interesting um, uh, uh, story wise and visually. And, um, Uh, You know, I think Control is the next to, I really like Alan Wake, I just enjoyed it thematically, but I I think Control is a better game. And like, I love, you know, obviously Max Payne 1 and 2, those games are fantastic, but um, I just think you can, certainly with Last Gen, I think like that studio just got better and better and better. Um, And it's, so I I think all three of those are something where you can kind of see that trajectory and uh, uh, it's really interesting acquisitions. Um, Um, In terms of, like, what they're going to deliver, what that next game is going to be. And I think Blood nailed it in that, like, it's time to hear what Playdead's next thing is going to be.
0: uh, Blood, how about you?
1: Um, I think I'm most interested in uh, Ueda's game, just because I I don't know what to expect. I mean, you know, probably 3D action adventure is about as close (laughs) as you can pin it down. But otherwise, (laughs) you know, um, there's... They've made two games that are unlike any other games, so...
0: Will it hint at the lore of Eco and Shadow of the Colossus?
1: You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because those three all tie together, but they're also all published by Sony, so I don't... Again, you go back to talking about ownership of IP. Yeah. Sony is clearly the one that owns those games and is going to republish them to, to death, so...
0: Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird because obviously Eco and Shadow of the Colossus are not the same IP, but they're clearly same universe. It, I don't know. I don't know how things like that work um, because it's only, like, hinted at. It's never explicitly stated. Jones, the one thing I do want to challenge, though, and, Blood, I'm with you on Ueda, way to uh, Last Guardian was not as well received as Shadow of the Colossus or Eco even. Um, and so when you say they're all on upward trends, I would
2: question whether
0: that team really is on an upward trend.
2: Sure. I still think in terms of like just I don't know generally ambition maybe I think that's like they might have like missed the mark but like you can tell you can tell they're they're taking what they did from their previous projects and applying that in a different way like you know it's like you're looking at okay you know like the Shadow of the Colossus is epic as hell and it's the music's amazing and it's it's a really fascinating game and I think a better game than Last Guardian but at the same time, it's it's you versus these big things. And so it's like thinking of, okay, how do we evolve this? What if a large thing, what if this large object going through this environment actually has more of a, you know, uh, uh, a complex AI? What if it's your friend? What if you're actually moving with this thing? What if we want to make you actually feel for this in a way that's not like, you know, there's some surprise at the end, but like just literally by the way it is acting, by the way it's behaving. Um, but uh, yeah, I also did finish Last Guardian, so can't necessarily speak to that that's <laughs> shocking kyle sorry a lot of games man
0: what do you think is the surprise at the end of last guardian
2: surprise at the end I'm yeah not, what do you think happens no at the,
0: what do you think happens at the end
2: you, you uh you swap bodies there you go jones the thing. that's a cool guest dude so he's just a bit you know the the guardian like
0: okay let's talk about that nintendo mini direct um no warning for this thing i don't believe it was even live streamed just uh, almost a half hour long It's like 29 minutes five seconds short of that uh just kind of popped up on the internet this morning um i think worth beginning uh with how the presentation began it started with kind of a, a, a warning an alert um a note that said please note due to covid 19 release dates and other information presented in this video are subject to change for potential updates, please check the official Nintendo website and social media channels, as well as those of other publishers. Always self-promoting. Um, our hearts our hearts go out to all those impacted by COVID-19 during this challenging time. I think worth noting. I think that was a good call, honestly. I'm being a little snarky about the self-promotion, but I think it was a nice little way to handle this, hey, everybody, we're in a weird spot. You're in a weird spot. We're, we're acknowledging it. We're going to mm-hmm. move on and be silly and goofy for the rest of this presentation. I liked it. I think it was a good move. Now, the rest of it did not contain a lot of splashy Nintendo announcements uh, that we're typically used to seeing in a Nintendo Direct uh, that is not called a Mini Direct. Um, I did want to hit on the two game announcements. Blood, did you realize when you were watching this that Good Job was developed and published by Nintendo?
1: A, uh, I didn't get to watch it. I did read the email. <laughs> oh, okay, sent. sure. Uh, but I lost about half my day uh, trying to get my computer to work. So it uh, happens. Yeah, <laughs> and then because of the direct and the other news today, I had like h- actually over a hundred emails to go through. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, but I I didn't know much about Good Job. No. Did Did you I, at I,
0: least I, peek at it? Do you Do you have an impression of what Good Job is? I don't,
1: unfortunately. OK, um, this is fun. Yeah, so you, you're going to have to explain it. We got a code. We, we've got it for whoever's going to want it. But
0: uh, that's the crazy thing is it was Shadow Dropped. Yeah. Announced and released on the same day. Excuse me. Um. So this game is, so everybody is uh, uh, just kind of like a, a blocky stick figure like you might see on, uh, you know when there's a, a yellow uh, triangle that says caution wet floor? Yeah. And there's and, and there's just like a little black man just slipping on a on a puddle. You're that black man for the whole game. Nintendo's finally making a game where you're a black man. And uh basically you have tasks to do throughout this game.
3: <laughs> where
0: <laughs> The one that was demonstrated. That was not That what was, was
2: podcast you got left?
0: That was no, just not- three,
2: 4 <laughs> 4 in <of> the <laughs>
0: So the the one task they showed in the game um, was, uh, oh, you had to get a projector. You had to get a projector from one side of the office to the other side of the office. And it looks like sloppy and silly. It looks like overcooked. You know what I mean? You're making a mess on the way from one side of the office to the other. Yeah, I,
1: I, I had a, a, a thought that it might be kind of like overcooked from the sound, sound of it.
0: Yeah. And what is interesting, um, I would say, uh, to separate it is that uh, there are multiple ways to achieve your objective. And so the interesting way they showed was you could do the overcooked way and just kind of like bobble your way through, or you could like connect this wire to two parts and turn that into a slingshot and shoot yourself from one side of the office to the other. And Mm. it looks like the more things you destroy, the more money you make, Um, like a blast core style. And that was just, yeah, announced and released. It's just a a $20 US dollar uh, title. Boom, there it is. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nintendo announced another game today. Blood, did you catch what this one is?
1: Um, I'll probably recognize it when you say it, but it's not coming to me immediately.
0: It's a sequel to a Nintendo DS game.
1: Uh. Clubhouse
0: Games 51 Worldwide Classics.
1: Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So, no, I did not miss this one.
0: So, Jones, this is a board game collection. Yes. Yeah. 50, 51 board games, um, and uh, you know it's got uh, mahjong, it's got poker, it's got you know uh, uh, every every kind of board game. I mean, it has connect four. They had a different name for it, but it has sure. connect four in there. Um, it's like count up to four. It's like you can't you can't yeah. do that, yeah. Yeah. and then you yeah. just move on. <laughs> it's got Yahtzee, and they're just like, oh, we're moving on, we're moving on. So <laughs> <like that>. uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. And then at the end, it's like we're tanks. Uh, you know, just games that are clearly not board games anymore. Um, uh, uh, So it's a collection of, you know, uh, cool board games. You can play them online. You can do, like, a playlist, which I think is cool, of three different games at once, and then you can play through those and pick three more. But I like this idea of, like, okay, guys, let's do these three. You know what I mean? Let's do chess, checkers, and then Texas Hold'em. That's not coming until June 4th, 2020. But to me, a good kind of Switch thing, maybe something that should have come sooner in the Switch's lifetime.
2: No, I mean, because we all we all saw these on the DS and the 3DS. You know, like Toys R Us, and it's just like Solitaire Masters, and just like all these different boards. And you're like, oh yeah, that's that's something I could see. It's like, oh, a gift for my uncle, or you know, you're like, oh well, you know, it's only twenty bucks, and I'm I'm in the store, I'll get that. But like, in a direct, is is fascinating, <laughs> it's, you know. Which you said there was like a tie, like you know this developer. It's a sequel to was this big on the DS?
0: This was a Nintendo. Nintendo developed and published.
2: Right, but you said it was a. This was originally on the DS. Yeah, yeah. It, I, did this like? Did this like make waves on the DS? Was this like one? Of I don't those think DS? so, man. How did you know about it? Did you? Oh, know it's you like Art like Academy, research? basically.
0: I had to Google it, dude. I had to Google it. Oh, okay. I, to, I thought maybe this was a Wii U game, but Wii U was something else entirely. Because mm. um, do you remember the, the Wii U video, the initial video, and you actually do see two people playing? Um, what is it? What's the game where there's backgammon? triangles? Backgammon. Thank you. Yeah. So you saw two people like touching the touchpad and playing backgammon. This is finally the execution of that. And so I thought maybe this is a sequel to a Wii U game. It's not. Um, but I would say it's definitely a spiritual sequel of, of like the Wii Play games.
1: Sure.
0: You know, like the, the weird air hockey game and things like that, just graphically. I mean, you're still using your your Miis and stuff. And so it's, it definitely feels like that kind of vibe.
1: But what's interesting, I because you said this was 30 minutes. Yeah. And they, call, they called it a mini direct. I mean, that's it's not mini due to the length. It's clearly yeah. mini because they're not making big announcements.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe we can stop and talk about that for a second, Bud. I think that was the right call. I think that if you give us two days notice and we're highly anticipating this and we're ready to live stream it and react to it, um, <laughs> what I say this morning, that there are no mouth opening moments, right. right? Not even on... A- Oh, you know to what which I mean? ben was,
1: replied who hurt you yeah yeah
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> like neat things lots and lots of neat things updates on games uh you know just uh, uh
2: that's uh, a rate. you know like the old what was a game pro that had the faces of the yeah. reviews what was the fit fa- you know it's like your oh jaw, yeah the, the jaw dropping level of mm-hmm. the direct yeah how far three inch three inch drop one inch drop what are we talking here
0: yeah i'm telling you jones i watched this whole thing with my mouth closed yeah yeah. Lips
2: sealed. My lips were sealed throughout. This Eyes night. open, lips sealed.
0: Um, some interesting, I mean, like there are definitely things that were appealing to me, but things that aren't necessarily going to get covered on the podcast, like release dates and uh, this extra thing is being added to this. Um, what do you think? Was it a good call to release it this way? No warning, uh, not streamed on Twitch
2: Yeah, I think it's fun. Not for us, (laughs) but yeah, just, yeah, 12 hours. Uh, Maybe even for us, you know,
1: you don't want to be, hey, have everyone just being sour about, oh, there's no big announcements. If there's, you know, if they know there's not going to be big announcements.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot last week about setting expectations in reference to Sony's thing with the road to PS5. Um, I do feel like this was being very aware of our expectations and what was actually in the video itself and then they called it a Mini Direct. It easily could have been called a Nintendo Direct.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, and I think, weird. you know, kind of at going back to the the PS5 thing, I think the problem is, is, if you announce anything's gonna happen, like immediately people are gonna start spinning their wheels and start, okay, I bet this is gonna be there, but that's gonna be there. It's time to see oh, Metroid Prime yeah, yeah. 4, you know, and none of that's gonna happen, so why let people do that?
0: Blood, that's exactly it. Because I would have said Metroid and Zelda, I would have said Zelda's a lock. And so I didn't have this disappointment that there wasn't a Zelda in this video. I think it was, I think they handled it really well. I'm, I'm happy with the thing in itself. Just who's um, leaking
1: it? What do you mean? There's rumors that have been going around. Like they kept saying that like the Nintendo, the indie one would be last week and then this one would come this week. People, they, like they were right on that. Yeah. They could have potentially said that, you know, just shooting in the dark, but um, because they had to have something before the end of the fiscal year, right?
0: you know what the big difference is Hmm. Doug Bowser is president of Nintendo of America. Now I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um, uh, no, I don't know. But I think that this, I mean, right. I was on Damiani's podcast last week, like so positive. There would be one this week. Um, and then last night, I remember going to bed, like, man, we didn't get a Nintendo direct. And like we did, (laughs) we didn't, it happened. It didn't make me cry, but it was still pretty cool. Um, There was this, there was, I want to talk about this really quick. This is not a, this is not a headline. Are we moving
2: on from the director?
0: We're not. Okay. The next smash bros DLC character was kind of announced. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it it is going to be a character from arms. Right. And then, uh, the display was the full roster of every single character of an arms from arms. It's like, who's it going to be? And then you can also play arms for free for one week starting today. If you, if you would so choose. Um, I think the game should be free forever at this point, but yeah, it's awesome.
2: <laughs> that's a thing you want to do. Yeah, like, you like, know. Um,
0: Jones, what do you think about that?
2: I, I kind of dig it, man. Really? I got no, well, I have no dog in the race of a smash characters. Like, I have nobody that is just like, please. I mean, I did, it was Simon and it happened, you know, I'm just like, oh, there we go. That's yeah. Kind of, you know? Uh, and so now it's, now I'm just kind of, got the, my like, popcorn. And I'm just like, what are they gonna What are they gonna do? And and what character actually comes to Smash is one thing. So what the trailer is like, how they package that, totally different thing. How they function in Smash, totally different thing. What other materials they bring in, like Persona, you had those stages that evolved, that was really cool. They've never done anything like this before, and it's it cracks me up because I don't think i don't think it's successful in really making like a stir you know like i think this is yeah. something i, I don't I, I obviously you know just like i think the splatoon crowd's like up here i think the arms crowd's like a little smaller um, so like i don't know obviously there are people that probably love that game and probably still play it a, a ton but it's like i bet they're wondering like this seems like such a natural synergy this is something that the team wants to do how do we make this interesting at all and it's like, how do we make people talk about that? How do we create this having a big conversation? How do we make this trend? How do we make someone want one character over another? And I certainly think that if they had just come out and said, "Hey, it's it's the the gal with the twin hair," or maybe they said it wasn't. I saw some people saying that it wasn't going to be her. Twin no, tail. Twin tail. Yeah, kind of it's, like a it's probably not going to be Twin Tail. Yeah. Why? Said.
1: Because they've got. Trend. That's the thing is they've got they've got a clear like. It's it's almost like Mario Kart, right? You've got a clear default. Man and a clear default woman for arms. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's gonna be one of those two. It's not gonna be the mummy. You know?
2: <laughs> but, I, but I, I'd be so impressed, you know. Yeah. I'd be, so, I'd be like, wow, you know, because they're like, we just looked at them and thought it doesn't matter who's popular; it's who matters for Smash. Like, who would fit Smash Brothers? Yeah. And so I just think it. They, 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 they turned it into a, a weird story, you know. They, they definitely made it something other than just like, and it's this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and actually, so...
0: uh, Sakurai had written recently, Jones, that uh, the new Smash character would be delayed because of COVID, COVID-19 and wow. everybody being further away. He straight up said so. And so I do think this was kind of a compromise announcement, but I do agree, kind of yeah. an interesting way to do it. Yeah. I do feel you like know, it puts everybody a little more at ease.
1: Go ahead, this Bud. This is slightly mean, but it's a little hard to test Smash Brothers uh, if you're having to do it online. That's not mean at all.
2: It's fair. That's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's accurate. That's what. That's our jobs. So we're reporting. You know what I mean? They that's, can't that's balance
0: what, those characters. They have no idea.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, we've done, we've done the research. <laughs> it was like Sakurai, Just you know, he's playing online. All of a sudden, he's it's it's up. It's, oh, it's stuttering. It's stuttering. Up oh, up. Oh. Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, I kind of my theory on it is that it'll be uh, kind of like how the Bowser Jr. works, and that it's a multiple characters for one character model. Uh, yeah. Or character slot i guess character models per character slot I, I there are enough characters who use their arms twintel does not but i think there are at least four or five who actually straight up just use their arms as arms and are about the same height so i think maybe they'll do that with this because you're so right there's not one character who we can name besides twintel i guess you know what i mean i think it's like spring Ban spring man and ribbon girl actually i can name them um, yeah, I think
1: those are right, but I'm not even confident enough to say that you're right. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'd be disappointed. And especially, I mean, Spring Man is like a, a summon. You can summon him. You know, he's one of the assist trophies. So uh, that'd be boring. It'd be boring if it's him for sure. Um, last thing I want to talk about, and I guess this won't, I mean, if you hadn't seen it, uh, it wouldn't mean as much, but one of the games that really stood out to me is called Shinsekai Into
1: the Depths. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, no, that did stand out to me as well. Oh, cool. Apparently that's a Capcom game and that came out on Apple Arcade. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had no idea about either of those things until I'm Googling this. Um, Right. Me neither. So, Blood, what was weird about this to me and why it did, what is weird about it is how it did stand out because it is an undersea Metroidvania, I would call it by observation simply. Um, And yet it's not boring. I feel like I say I say the words Undersea Metroidvania and you've played one of those 50 times already. Sure. Um, was it actually interesting to you too in a way beyond uh the hearing that it came from Capcom?
1: I think Capcom definitely made my ears perk up, but I was also like I saw there's yeah, there's something about seeing the screenshots and I was just like mm-hmm. why isn't there why isn't there a trailer link in this email? Sure. Like, I, want, I wanted to actually see it, even though I was going through 100 emails today, I, hey, I wanted to see what that game looked like. So, you know, I just got to, you know, when I get the chance to actually watch the Direct.
0: Yeah, it's something I, I'm going to have to, like, think about it. It's something I'm going to have to meditate on. I think simply having a character be larger on the screen makes it different enough to have an impact visually. You know, I think a lot of Metroidvanias, you're tiny. You're, you're this big on the screen. Even Ori, man. Ori is just like, uh, you know, the size of a thumbnail. Yeah, Uh, Ori is just like a
1: little white dot running around, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and so I think, honestly, just having a big impactful character model means something, at least to differentiate yourself. Um, That was $20. That was released today on the Switch. And as you said, it was previously available on the Apple Store. But yeah, I, I don't know. Weird. Weird that it stood out to me. Okay. Panel. Earlier today, I was watching TV. Um... On, during my lunch, you know, thinking about what I'm going to do with the podcast. And there was a show on called The Real. The mm. Real is like, uh, it's like The View. It's a panel show. Uh, four women sitting at a table just talking about stuff. And I realized this is a podcast. Right. Daytime talk shows. Th- these are these are simply podcasts. So for this segment, I don't have a title for this yet. We'll just call it daytime talk show advice. Okay. Um, so on the reel, typically a segment would be your man is dreaming about his ex. What do you do? Does that bother you? What do you say to him? And so we're going to be talking about the game, you know, the game, your, your game, your game that you're playing. Um, and then you'd have to give advice on, you know, your perspective on how, what you would do in the scenario, what you're sick of, um, what you would tell someone who's experiencing these things. Um, okay, panel. Your game has a class-based system, right? We've all played games like this, mm-hmm. where you upgrade to a new class, right? And you have access to different types of weapons and abilities. Okay, great. Here's what happens, though. Changing classes does not change how you look. Your appearance stays the same. What do you do? Hmm.
2: How do you cope? Yeah. That's the question.
0: Do you stick with the game? Oh, Is this game stick- worth your time?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, it all depends on combat, you know? You, you gotta, I, you, I think you stick with it until you see, because that class could even be better, you know? And it could fit your outfit or your style of the character even more than it did before, you know? <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could be like, I was really kind of synced into who this character was, but the, now that they're a technomancer, now it's just, you know? So you're suggesting they could grow into their outfit that they're already wearing? Sure. But don't, take, don't give it too long. You know, okay. One or one or two more dates, and then if it doesn't, so if that doesn't start to shape up, bail.
1: Sure. Uh, I mean, I feel like there are definitely a lot of games that, you know, they put a lot, so much into the character design that yeah, they don't want to change it. Right, like that's just what this character wears and what they look like. You know, mm-hmm. when they go to bed and everything. Right. Um, and so I think of a character super well defined, then, you know, maybe you know, their job doesn't have to define them right necessarily um just like you know if if you're an entrepreneur you wear what you want to wear you don't wear the walmart uniform right so okay
0: yes that's a yeah. take that's a take i like that blood you would have gotten woos if you were in if you were on the reel, you would have gotten an applause and woos right there um just to tip off this segment this happened to me with uh langrisser one and two hmm and i dropped the game oh boy i was too upset that you could that the jobs did not change your appearance
2: that's two games which one of those were you playing
0: and they came together i only played one okay i mean jones maybe they change in two. what if it changes in two Mm -hmm. now you got to start two i'll have to reinstall let me know in the comments below if your appearance changes in two but for me that's such a deal breaker Like I want to evolve, I want to digivolve, I want to change, I want like new armor. If I'm changing classes, I need to see some physical change or else I'm not motivated, really. Hmm. Um, Okay, next one. Your game takes place in ancient Japan. We've all played games like this. You've been playing your game for a while on English, which was default. And then suddenly, just for one cutscene, it switches to Japanese and then it stays there for the rest of the game. Do you change it back? to English, or do you stick with Japanese?
1: I mean, that really depends very highly on what the English was like. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's say it was all kind of silly British voices. It also very much depends on what the gameplay is like, right? Like Mm -hmm. uh, Ace Combat is a good example from last year, I think, where, you know, whether you were into the English voice acting or not, Like you kind of need to have it on English, because they're giving you all this critical information. There's no way you're going to read those subtitles while you're flying around and doing loops around people.
0: Mm -hmm. That's fair. Jones, would you swap back or would you stick? I'd swap back. You swap back to English.
2: Yeah, it's 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 not a preference of obviously one versus the other. It's just I've I've been this far with these people. Mm -hmm. Now now I'm hanging out with different people. You know now it's. Mm -hmm. It's literally a different human being, unless that's extremely impressive that you got a voice actor who would be a very expensive voice actor who's like, oh, Japanese, I can just slip right into that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, actually, I bet the English to Japanese would be a lot rarer than the Japanese to English. I bet there actually probably are Japanese voice actors that are just like, English, no problem. Uh, but um, yeah, that would be weird. Uh, the woman who does Pikachu does that. That's right. Correct. Hmm.
0: Um, So this one was real too. This was uh, this was Neo 2.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, started, <laughs> just, it glitched.
0: <laughs> started Neo two in English. Yeah, just one cutscene. He starts speaking Japanese, and then it just stayed Japanese for the rest of the game. And I'm like, okay, alright, we'll just do Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I can last see one. that
1: one. Yeah.
0: Uh, last one. Your game is an open world game. You use a couple of your abilities, right, and your keen observation skills, and you 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 find this big silver statue on the top of the mountain. Right? You blow it up. There's an excellent explosion. You feel very gratified. And then the game says one out of 17 silver statues destroyed. Oh. What do you say to your game?
2: <laughs> where are the other 16?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <Where>? Check yourself.
2: <laughs> where, are these, where are these statues? <laughs> Guys, I gotta
1: find these statues. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: I don't see anymore right now. I think I'm like,
0: Jones. Legitimately, you're I ex- you're excited to do that 16 more times.
2: It, Kyle, it's beyond exciting. Oh my mate. god, oh it's no. beyond. <laughs> it's exciting it's not even a word. It's mm-hmm. mandatory, Kyle. Okay. It beca- literally my next meal. Backseat.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Number one thing I got to do.
0: Blood. Why does it have to check itself? Why are you saying? Why are you telling this game to check itself?
1: Um, because I, I I feel like it sort of ruins the moment at least the way you described it, to where if it's not something that was already on a checklist that you're aware of, like now it's like, oh, that's, that's just one of the mechanics. It's not a thing that's, you know, like an Easter egg or or a secret or anything like that. It just, you know, I just came across this list earlier than I was supposed to.
0: Uh, This one also was true to my real life. This was Lego city undercover. Hmm. Uh, and I bailed, bailed on Lego City Undercover.
2: And that yeah, moment, a lot of that, that was it.
0: Not in this moment, as Blood said, there was a lot of it. You know what I mean? It's like two hundred fifty gold bricks. You know, you do this a hundred more times. And I'm How's just, that like, different I can't. from any Lego game?
2: I can't. It, How did you bail on that, but not Lego Marvel Superheroes?
0: It's like that times a hundred. Lego City Undercover is just too huge, dude.
2: Mm. I also bailed on LEGO City Undercover because this is too many games. There's nothing it did wrong.
0: To me, it just became annoying. And like every, Jones, you're right, every LEGO game has like, if you have this ability, you can go to these places. It wasn't even that. It's like, if you have this ability, you can like grow this little plant and you can get this thing that's right on top of the plant. It's like, that's too annoying. You're annoying me on purpose. (laughs) Uh, As opposed to like Metroidvania, like this thing gives you this ability and that ability you can use all over the place, but also to access new areas. Um, no, it's strictly like just like snap your fingers and a plant grows. Like, oh, okay, Um fun segment. You guys gave great advice. It is now time for love and respect. Love and respect. Um <laughs> didn't realize how hard it would be to do that over Zoom. <laughs> I have to like, I feel like I have to queue it and then wait a second and then do love and
2: respect. Can I just, We don't have to get into it, but can I, just, can I just drop literally the one other news item from this week that I thought
1: was great? It's not even a discussion. It's not, yeah, even discussion. It's out out discussion. It's not a discussion. What do you,
2: what Animal got? Crossing sold bonkers in Japan. Bonkers. Tell me what bonkers is. It's bonkers Crazy.
1: in the UK too, apparently.
2: I don't even remember the numbers, but it was more than Pokemon. I need facts
0: or else be, it, the corrections po- are going to try to correct us if we don't give them facts.
2: Animal Crossing had higher one week sales than Pokemon Sword and Shield. Combined? Ooh. Over a million. 1.89 million. Actually, I want to talk about that for a
0: second. I want to know... I want to know what you think the COVID effect is on that.
2: Oh, just like Animal Crossing in general? Yeah. Yeah, I, the question for me is, is it does it affect the game just because it's the game that launched because like did, does did doom have this I know doom sold really really well uh, they were excited about that they were definitely touting those numbers or is it specifically animal crossing you know like how much is that how much is that crossover is it would this not have worked for other games or is it is everybody like in the mood for this type of game I actually want to try to save for, for that language in my review because I hear like everybody talking about that they're like this is the game the world needs right now it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, everyone's already said that I don't like want to get into that uh, because it, it does feel that way but it's like Is this, you don't want to say something's well-timed because we are in a, in a, you know, planetary crisis right now. And so you don't want to, you know, like, well, it's good for game sales. Like that's a, that's a bad take, but, um, I do wonder, yeah. If it's just kind of the way I, I just, I saw that number and at first I was like, yeah, animal crossing. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's crazy. Why? I wonder, I wonder if that would have been the same. Had we not been in this issue? I wonder if that would have been the same. Had it launched a couple years ago, like I thought it would. I thought this was going to be one of those franchises we were going to be playing the whole life of the Switch and not potentially, you know, right before we were going to enter another generation.
0: Um, I do have a take on it though, Jones. I think this would have I think this would have done well regardless. To me, I think it is a more perfect sequel than Pokemon is a sequel. I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think it it probably would have done super well. I it's just yeah, it's hard to say now, you know, exactly <laughs> how much of a boost it might have gotten uh because like you're saying it is what everyone is saying because it's just a, it's a total chill out game and you need to chill out you're stuck at home you can get access and just like lose a track of time
0: yeah i, I want to stick with my theory though i think social media helped out this game in particular a lot yeah it's i mean it's a very I, shareable game
1: yeah And the camera right there is part of the tutorial yeah
0: yeah, I don't think Animal Crossing actually changed that much throughout the years, but obviously it's much more popular now than it was in the GameCube era when it was the exact same game. Um, it was
1: pretty popular then too. I remember there like a bunch of stuff about bands putting out like their little bits of their songs as jingles you could put on the town hall and all of that. The band's Kyle.
0: No, what bands? What bands?
1: I I'd have to look it up, but yeah, they were de- they de- Nintendo was definitely like putting that stuff out there. Okay. But it's funny
2: because there's some franchises that I love. Like, I got to admit, there is a part of me that loves how much seeing GTA V on that, you know, NPD just again and again and again. And again. I lo- you know, it's like, I know people are frustrated because they haven't done enough story stuff and they post this on GTA Online. But, like, I love that Rockstar, this developer that I am passionate about their games, is fi- having all of this success. It's like not the reason I play Animal Crossing at all. I just thought Animal Crossing was, like, just if you know... I, I didn't think it was that big. I didn't expect Animal Crossing to just like shatter sales records. You know, I just thought it was going to be the kind of thing that, like, oh, yeah, it was going to be this. My, it's my crew. It's my, this is my crowd that's just like, no, no, we're not playing Doom. We're all playing Animal Crossing. And it's like, most people are playing Animal Crossing right now. Yeah. Surprised. And uh, uh, this is physical sales also. So it doesn't include downloads.
1: Yeah. DS and 3DS were pretty uh, high. Uh, nice. And so you need, if you take that and you think about like all the people that, you know, that don't play those systems that have just been waiting for an Animal Crossing. Like, I think I think you get some stacking effects there.
0: Yeah, it's kind of uh, right, because I think the Wii one uh, wasn't huge, and the GameCube one wasn't necessarily huge. But you're right, Blood, it's almost maybe more that audience appreci- embraces this game more. Um, and yeah, I mean, in, in a weird way, to me, Animal Crossing is a social media type of game. Um, it's kind of just about having things and showing your things it's kind of just about you know yeah the game is about owning things so it's a it's about just having nicer and weirder things to own and then showing them to people uh to it's me that, to,
2: yeah it's funny to see the thing envy on on social media like people are like like legit sad because they're just like i thought i'd be happy playing this game but all i do is go on twitter and i'm just depressed because i gotta oh, what do you have <laughs> oh man i got oh you know yeah
0: i saw the fighting game cabinets man there's some yeah. there's
1: some oh, cool yeah, stuff cool. yeah yeah uh, also, somebody was saying today because I saw like a really cool conversation that a guy from I think, I think from IGN had tweeted out a video of th- this really long conversation with one of the villagers. I was like, man, I hadn't like really seen villagers talk like this yet. And somebody told me in response that it was like after the first week. So we're not even into seeing what a lot of these you know elements yeah, are fine. to the game.
0: Mine are very boring. My villagers are actually very boring. Yeah. Um, That was,
1: like, the whole, like, the first game, like, you talked, you got stuff from talking to people, but what they said to you was so interesting that, like, it could work either way, Mm -hmm. and whereas, like, right now, I feel like, like you're saying, it's, like, more about collecting and designing and customizing rather than talking to villagers.
0: Which is kind of the original point of Animal Forest, was that the name of the game? The original, original? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, existing within this environment, and there wasn't so much crossover with people. Okay, all right, let's do Lum Respect. Let's get there. Greetings, allies. Like most people, I'm currently cooped up inside my house thanks to uh, my state being quarantined due to COVID 19. While this has been a blessing in disguise for numerous reasons, like allowing me to chip through my backlog, Arkham Knight has finally been vanquished. It's also allowed me to tackle a passion project 3D printing. Mm. While I have a few smaller knickknacks that I've printed, like a Fight Club soap mold and a question mark block switch cartridge holder. I have my sights set on replicating some of my favorite video game weapons and artifacts, like the Plumber's Helper Blaster from Mario & Rabbids, Reaper's Shotgun Pistols from Overwatch, and the Hellblade from Doom Eternal. This got me thinking, if given the chance, what... One, video game, weapon, or artifact would the allies love to own in real life? I'm not talking about a replica. I mean the actual item. What one item. item would you all pick for me? I'd love to go with a super shotgun from OG Doom. Sorry, I'm on a bit of a demon slaying kick right now. Love and respect and sorry, Enforcer. Sponge J1.
3: And, you know, uh-huh. actually, I kind of
0: like the qualifier that it's got to be 3D printed. So I'm actually going to reel this question back. Kay. If you could have one thing 3D printed.
3: <laughs>
0: because, yeah, you could say, like, any cool magic wand that you could just wave around and get infinite power. You know what I mean? Like, if you could right. have a, a 3D printed object from any video game, what would you want?
2: Well, I can even reel it back even further because lightsaber was, like, the first thing I thought of. Yeah, But then of course. I'm like, wait, that's not a gaming thing. Yeah. And it's weird. There's, like, a lot of items. Like, gravity gun is something. But it's, like, the actual gravity gun itself is not that. Yeah thrilling boy mm-hmm. i don't know what does it say about me that it, nothing nothing like jumps out i'm not like having trouble picking stuff i literally have no like and there's so many cool the master sword you can buy like there's so many right. I mean, i've held various master swords of size and shape i and feel golden. like it might
1: have to be something like one of the bloodborne weapons right just little tricky yes, things dude
0: and one of the trick weapons heck yeah. yeah 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 i was thinking maybe like a hook shot from zelda
1: oh kind of just be like a cool hook shot it doesn't yeah. have
0: to work. Just a cool thing that hold in my hand and like feel the weight of. Yeah, that's cool. Artifacts I find interesting too. Like a cool item that you pick up at the end of a level that you could actually just put on your shelf.
2: Doesn't have to be a object.
0: What do you got, Jones?
2: Well, I mean, Final Fantasy VI, I love dearly. It'd be cool just having like the opera house, you know, like that, <laughs> just that sprite, you know, oh, like if it was, really cool. if it was good. physically oh, okay. presented, like, you know, that one Mario Amiibo that's blocky, you know, yeah. like it'd be neat to have that. Just as like, like a kind object, of a just, really you know, small or, or scale, right? Figaro Castle, just having like the, the actual pixel by pixel representation of that. Just
0: That's an amazing pick. I love that. Be fun. I got a
1: square figure of the Magitek armor with tarot, which is pretty sweet.
0: Do you have that on your desk right now? Can we see that?
1: I don't have it on my desk it's not that far away
2: it's also not that sweet apparently if it's not
1: that close <laughs> i mean close. i don't have that much, much of that stuff in here but
2: how long
0: would it take for you to get the, i think we have to show it to people sure. who are watching this video
1: let me mute my mic real quick okay so
0: Blood's gonna mute himself
2: um what is what is important to me kyle what is within arm's reach of me yeah sitting what do at you my got? desk how about that right there Oh, hmm? look how Where confident, confident he is what do you think of that guy right there
0: uh, I'm trying to think of what he's the first time I made that expression and what that was for. I think he, I think that's like episode two, dude. Can't really remember. Uh, two All listeners. Right. He was just showing off a little CD from, uh, there Box here we go. Oh, so blood's got, I'd say that's two and a half inches tall. That's Terra oh, on top of magic man. tech artwork. It's not 3d printed. It's highly detailed. No. It is. Uh, it looks really cool. It looks, it looks like the Amano art more than, you know, the, the in-game art. It looks so right. cool. Really, really cool-looking statue.
1: And unfortunately, I don't think the focus would pick it up that well if I we get close.
2: Right. But... Dang.
3: That's
0: a
2: nice Her little on, statue. Heron Magitek is interesting. Because it's only that one scene, right? It's just the beginning. The very, very right. beginning. Yeah, Cyan and and, and uh, Sabin get in the Magitek, right, at one point to escape. But she's like mind controlled. Then you know, it's like they, people always show her just being like, "Look, like she's on vacation." You know, she's on the edge of a cliff and just like, "Look at this view." And it's like, she was slaughtering people <laughs> on that thing. But whatever, it's <laughs> funny. Know? It's cool art. Yeah, it's all. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. <laughs> Context be <dead. laughs>
0: Let's play. Let's play a game. Ooh, this one I think I bet Blood's gonna be good at this because Blood is good at remembering. Just like he did earlier in this podcast, uh, old marketing, classic marketing. Okay, here we go. Hope you're doing well, allies. This is from Fargo H. With Final Fantasy VII's Butterfinger promotion and Peanut Buttery Crunchy Force, I figured I'd round up some games that may or may not have had certain product tie ins. The rules are simple a game will be listed with two possible products. You have to answer which product the game had a tie-in deal with, or in some sneaky cases, whether it is both or perhaps even neither. Okay, here we go. Mm. Great,
3: great.
0: Enter the Matrix. Powerade <laughs> or Dell computers.
2: Powerade. I think Dell's a, r- a red herring. It's Powerade.
0: Hmm. Yep. There were vending machines placed throughout the levels. Of Powerade oh wow! Nice. Enter the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs>
2: There was a there was a just this this beautiful time. Like, there's a couple remnants of it, but there's this, this really weird era in like the late '90s or early 2000s where like every ride at Disneyland was sponsored by something wacky. Like Space Mountain was sponsored by FedEx, and there was like a oh, robot weird. within Space Mountain like scanning stuff <laughs> like, in FedEx boxes. And then they like stopped. Like they had yeah. it for a little bit. There's a remnant of it actually in because uh, AT and T sponsored the Indiana Jones ride, and it said like choose what like. You know, uh, benefits or something for those that choose wisely. So it was like ATT had like an indie quote. It was like uh, it was so weird. And they still Dole pineapple still has the Dole thing. So and you know, and you, there's Starbucks and they're like it's there is franchise stuff inside of it. But and so I always wanted to do like to test people's Disney knowledge and be like, who sponsored Space Mountain? They're like, oh, I can't, you know, all right, Staples, what was? I can't remember. FedEx. Yeah, I'm ready for that bit, Jones. Yeah. Uh,
0: Alan Wake, Duracell batteries or Verizon. <laughs>
2: See, I think Duracell Duracell. is so easy. I think it's at Verizon. I vote Verizon. I think those are the easy ones because the flashlight battery.
0: This is a tricky one. Verizon and the game featured Energizer batteries blood.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is funny.
0: This game got dirty very fast. That was
2: so funny.
0: (laughs) Okay. Prototype. Hollywood Video or GameStop?
2: Oh, Hollywood Video would be so great. I love Prototype. God, I gotta replay Pro That'd be a fun games. one to play.
1: And GameStop really seems like, games, like it might
2: be or n- you know what? I'll say neither, actually. I don't remember any sponsors in that game. Hollywood yeah. video would be hilarious, though. It's both. It's both.
3: It's both. <laughs> both. Are they in the
0: They're not physically in the game, but they have billboards throughout the game. Oh so it's not like you could wreck up the GameStop, but yeah. Nah, I don't yeah.
2: recall any like fun places you could go to. That city was in, in a bad in a bad sh- bad way. Bad yeah. Shape, that city.
0: Uh Splinter Cell, Chaos Theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, airwaves gum or diesel clothing?
2: What is airwaves gum?
1: Uh, diesel clothing. I don't remember either one of these. I'm going to say yeah. neither.
0: I've never heard of airwaves gum either, but Sam enjoys the refreshing taste of airwaves in cutscenes.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> pretty cool i reviewed that game man i don't, I don't remember that and cuts did just slam
0: uh you so. know it's one of, my I, re- one of what my
1: I remember the palm pilots and the sony ericsson's and all the stuff that like your menus would have the logo like you're actually holding a device right.
2: one of the weirdest product placements i've ever seen in a movie is in the thomas crown affair renee russo goes to a diet coke machine and takes out a diet coke and dennis leary goes up to tell her something and she goes and drinks the diet coke and so like i would love to see that in uh, like go back at that's chaos theory where somebody's like sam sam and he's just like hold on a second crinkle <laughs> crinkle crinkle go on and show him the brand too airwaves this is airwaves by the way and the um, fact i've never heard of that gum and i love gum
1: that the, oof yeah and do you I think played, it's like a that it's, game
0: like some adult gum
2: i feel like it's gum for adults
1: is it possible that airwaves is in europe sure We might have to go That would make sense why we don't remember it and we've never heard of
0: it. Yeah. All right, Final Fantasy 15. Audi or American Express?
1: Neither.
2: That I remember. I didn't play it, but
1: Hmm. I I was
2: upset that they had lots of sponsors, but I don't recall those being either of them. I'm going to say both. It's both. Uh, Wow, they just, they didn't, (laughs) they, they couldn't stop with that game.
0: So this one's kind of cheating because Noctis drives an Audi R8 in the Um, spin-offs, but the in-game stores feature American Express. And I think they kind of do it, if I'm remembering correctly, they kind of do it kind of like how um, the Star Wars Land at Disneyland does Cokes, where Hmm. it's like the fake font. Or the mm-hmm. the imagined mm-hmm. in in universe font. So mm-hmm. when you buy a bottle of Coke at the Disneyland in the Star Wars world, it doesn't say Coca Cola. It says you know Coca Cola in Star Wars fonts. I right. think they did the same with Final Fantasy 15. Sorry about mm-hmm. that though, Jones. That makes no sense. I gotta take a breath and let that go. Because there's no there's I, no America. There's no America. I don't, no don't America. want to right. <laughs> get
2: I don't want to get angry about it. It's yeah. just it yeah it does. Uh, mm-hmm. I, well, I can't I can't say that it it was world breaking in a game I didn't finish. So yeah. Never mind. Not a big deal. Although I'm curious if it's a trend now, if that's like squares, like this is something you're going to have to get used to in Final Fantasy now. <laughs> uh,
0: Kingdom Hearts 3, no uh, ads, I would say. No, no tie-ins. No from products. Kingdom
2: Hearts would make more sense. Yeah,
0: me too. The whole uh, game is uh, a tie-in. In. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah uh, uh, Double May Cry 2. All those films you could buy on Blu-ray. Um,
0: um, for Double May Cry 2, Swiss watches or Levi jeans? Neither. Neither. it this has got to be
2: neither. Yeah. yeah, you got to neither.
0: Um, it did have a tie-in promotion with Diesel Jeans, however. Ah, okay. It's much more on brand. Um, Uncharted 3, Subway or North Face?
2: Subway. Is so Subway. Good. Yep. Subway, yes.
0: There was an in-store cross-promotion and the <laughs> opportunity to show your always fresh brand loyalty via items in the multiplayer mode. I remember that one. <laughs> in the multiplayer mode, you could have Subway stuff. Uh, EverQuest 2. Axe, Ooh. body wash, or Pizza Hut. <laughs> I can't I tell which is pizza better.
2: Hut. I can't. Uh, axe. I got an axe. It's, it's so it's good. It's Pizza Hut. It's Pizza oh. Hut.
0: In a stunning display of the future, players could type uh, forward slash pizza into the command line and be taken straight to Pizza Hut's ordering page. Wow.
2: Oh, that makes it cause so you can get year was that? playing. Yeah, right know? Know? I don't know, dude. no oh, idea. That's sense. so funny, though.
1: I remember being surprised and impressed uh, when you could use uh, the Wii to order pizza and stuff from the Japanese on the Japanese store They had Whoa. services like that.
2: See, I'd say it's too much work to even go to their website exactly. I, should just, I should just hashtag pizza and you already my credit card information is already in EverQuest mm-hmm. and you have my address And so you just send me, you know, I already you pick you, you go to the option screen. You pick your pizza choice And I'm just like pizza. <laughs>
0: A Yakuza 5 uh gaga milano watches or yamaha concert piano series
2: both all of it and and much more
0: for some reason not the yamaha concert piano series jones uh, disappointed <laughs> Gago milano watches me too the game features a side quest to the exquisite sophisticated watch topped off with a full two-page advertisement spread cool wow all right last i one. mean
2: the person who wrote this game had to come up with a second option that wasn't correct i wonder why that me too. I wonder what, I wonder what, what, what road led them to that Pianos.
0: It seems convincing, right? Yeah. Um, Gumi, a noted children's manga magazine or hurry in a curry for Nino Kuni.
2: Okay. There we go. I mean, that first one's so specific. I'd say that first one. Don't get one.
0: baited. Don't you got baited. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first one. It's curry in a hurry. Um, there is a tie-in for Nino Kuni's own specific brand of curry produced and available in all good Japanese stores, at least in
2: 2013. Very
0: cool. Fun game. Um, yeah, Pokemon
2: right. should have had its own curry. Should have had some tie-in.
0: Yeah, why not,
2: dude? Yeah.
0: Um, OK, OK, OK. Let's do this next one. Hello, Allies. Untitled Goose Game just got its second Game of the Year award recently, and both of these awards were from fellow developers. Why is this happening? And more specifically, why is it coming from other developers? I don't want to sound mean, but I just don't understand the love of this game, especially on a goatee level. To me, it is a game with some clever puzzles, some jokes, and a memeable goose. I've wanted many indies to win Goaties in the past, like Shovel Knight and Celeste. So I'm happy they finally got the recognition. I'm just puzzled why it's this one. Is this just developers making a statement that indies should be taken more seriously for Goaties? It's the game most... Um, is it the game most developers played? Or other games split the vote and Goose got the, got all the rest. What is the disconnect <laughs> between critics not mentioning much in Goatie Talks other than a casual shout-out and both developer awards shows giving it the grand prize because I just don't get it. Why does this game deserve a goatee? Love and respect. Beaks. Yeah,
1: so it's like the one they all agree on.
0: What was the one recently <laughs> at GDC that um,
1: Yeah, that was GDC that, that got the main award. Yeah. And then Short Hike got the IGF.
0: Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Uh, if you ask me which of those two games, are, you know it's Short Hike, but um
1: But it's funny though because IGF is the indie awards and then the the bigger award you know, went to Goose Game.
0: So I think it's a it's a fair question. You know that we got to be careful with. You can be irresponsible to say like they're they're not voting honestly, but it. What is the disconnect? Why is Untitled Goose Game winning the these other awards that are well, for you yourself?
2: Were were a dev? Wouldn't you know? I I can see if you would want something that would not get the kind of attention that other outlets would get, whether it's something like the Game Awards or something like our own awards. You would want some, You would want to see something kind of pushed out there that is not going to get, you know, is not going to receive the same attention.
1: Mm-hmm. You would
2: want, um, yeah, you would want your vote to count in that way, I think. I and do I think like, the... Okay, let's just throw another award to Sekiro or Control or Resident
1: Evil 2. Uh, I do think that there may be a little bit of merit to just well, a lot more people have actually played this because it is a Doesn't game take long. that you... Yeah, you, what an hour, two hours, something like that. Uh, you play it on the Switch, so it's pretty easy to do and, you know, to just pop in and play that game a little bit on your lunch breaks. And uh, so, I, yeah, I, I definitely think that's, uh, that, that comes into play, uh, especially when you're dealing with something like this, where it's just like mass voting, right, like you can't get into a room and talk to each other with, you know, I don't know how many thousands of people, they probably have voting on GDC. Um, actually I don't know how GDC tends to work like I know it's uh, the developers awards but I don't know what that process is the selection process is like
0: yeah and I do so I do think that uh, clever puzzles good jokes and I mean Wimble Goose I do think it's simplifying it a little too much In that it is a little more unique in that uh, this is a game just about being a bad person (laughs) every single goal is to annoy the humans is to be disruptive uh, and I think it is unique in that way. You're not trying to be like Joe. Not trying to do side quests for people and make them like you and get experience points. Um, it, it is really to cause chaos, and that's the joy of the game. Um, so I do think it is absolutely visually a simple game, right? And conceptually it is uh, a simple game. But I think that might be the appeal. I think when game developers spend five years on a thing and they're like, "What are we doing? Yeah. We could just be making we can make making goose games. We could just yeah. be doing that." And I kind of think sport, that might be yeah. it. This, this game did, did take a long time, yeah. though. Did it? Oh, You're right. I, s- I feel like I saw gifts of that
2: game years ago. You're right. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's been a, it's been circling for a while.
2: Yeah, but not,
0: of but a t- not of with a team of hundred or two hundred right.
2: people. Yeah. 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 Right. But it does. You know, y- y- when you have the anger of these farmers or people that b- the people that are scared, like there's not a ton of detail to their bodies. There's not a lot of ton of detail to their facial expressions. But that that you know, uh, those emotions still come across. And so I think when you have a game like that that just kind of fits all of the, you know, like enough was done in every department, you know, when when, when, when a developer can really kind of break a game down and understand how much effort was put in to deliver the product that I got, it's like they, you know, I could see them being like, they nailed all of this. And I could also see... You know, like like handing off an award, which I'll just call, like, I would have never thought of that. You know, like, I could see you looking back at 2019 and being like, what won in 2019? Like, Goose Game. You're like, oh, yeah, right. Like, that game that none of us thought that that would be some stealth jerk simulator. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it, it takes so many different ideas. And it's also so, I think another thing, too, when you're a developer and, and you know, if you're, if you're at a smaller dev, you're worried about, you know, should I do something that's popular enough? If you're at a bigger dev, you're like, I can't you know we, we have to make the thing that our fans are expecting we have to be it's so it's so dangerous to make and scary to make something that's really risky and then you have something like untitled goose game where like it just feels like they did not care they're like this is the game i wanted to make i had you know obviously no compromises is naive to say but it's just like it feels like that kind of game where they were like that 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 was my i had a weird dream and i boom i made that game mm-hmm. i think devs are just like i respect that man way to go in yeah. this industry in 2019 like wait way to step out and, and and make that the thing you put all of those resources and, and time into it,
0: it seemed to me they got the farmer thing first just pecking at this farmer making him you know mess up and make mistakes and wonder where his things are and they're just like we have something here let's expand upon this let's and not exp- like, there's no grinding right um there's a lot of stuff I respect about the game yeah but you're and right the, I think you're this both right the in year. Way.
2: Were we, the, like one of the jokes earlier in this year was like, is it Rage 2? Is it Far Cry New Dawn? Who can tell? You know, there were like a lot of shooters and a lot of games where it was hard. Even like moments of Apex, you can look at it and be like, oh, that's Apex, you know. And Goose, there's no question. You know, you can look at that and tell like, yes, I, there's, there's there's no way to confuse that. Maybe Ooblets, you know, for like a, a hot second, you can yeah. maybe confuse it with, but.
0: Um, we're going to play a classic game. We're going to play Got 'em or don't Got 'em. Uh, this is where uh, we have a famous person in a video game and we have to determine if they were voicing their character in that video game or not. Uh, I did randomize the order. Uh, so don't try to find a pattern in the gothams or don't gothams. Uh-huh. Jones, I do want to warn you ahead of time that there is no Amanda in this one.
2: Oh, come on. No, that was, are, are we out of voice matches? We I mean, might be. Yeah, it yeah, might be only two. Yeah. Um,
0: okay, number one. Will Smith as Oscar the Fish in Shark Tale.
1: <laughs> didn't get him. Didn't. Did no, didn't get him.
0: Didn't get him. Yeah. Don't got him. That's that's at like the peak of Will Smith's career too, right? Yeah. Um, Phil Lamar. Maybe yeah, Phil. Maybe just after the peak. Um, Michael Caine as Finn McMissile in Cars Two.
1: Got him.
3: No.
0: Don't got him. Don't got him. Don't got him. That'd be a good get, but don't got him. Um, I was thinking,
1: like, if if something like that, it could, you know, be very particular to where, like, he doesn't have a lot of lines, so they just grabbed lines from the movie that they already had, you know? Yeah. Uh,
0: No, but Martin Jarvis is the person who played Finn McMissile, the famous Finn McMissile. Al Pacino as Tony Montana in Scarface, The World is Yours.
2: I think that would have been such a huge advertising thing at the time if they had got him i don't think they got him i don't think they got him don't got him yeah that would have been
0: so here this is interesting on the cover um so he's played by andre Sogliozu uh sogliuso um but he probably has a
2: more authentic accent than Pacino did.
0: <laughs> so that's the thing that's the thing jonesy is pacino approved of the project and uh, approved of the use of his likeness but was physically unable to do tony montana's voice properly anymore
2: oh man
1: interesting
0: Yeah, I think that's really interesting.
1: Mm.
0: So he's like, look, I can't. I got it. (sighs) (laughs) So it's like, okay, all right, we'll find somebody to do it. Uh, Gerard Butler as Leonidas in 300 March to Glory.
2: Got him. Why not? Long shot on this one. Don't got him. Ah.
0: (laughs) Crispin Freeman is the person who filled in. Um, I do like that we started with five don't got 'em's in a row there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or four, that was four. I was waiting <laughs> for it. Uh
0: Sarah Silverman as Venelope in Vanellope Von Sweets in Wreck It Ralph.
2: Got him. Got her. him.
0: Got yeah. yeah. I uh, Wii 3DS. Think DS. Did Infinity too. Um what I love about this is I like find games that I would love to play. Wreck It Ralph on Wii sounds like that sounds really good. <laughs> uh, Naomi Watts as Andaro in Peter Jackson's King Kong the official game of the movie
1: Ooh I think they got him
2: I think they got him too because I remember Peter Jackson being all over that
1: Yeah I think there's a lot of budget behind that game
2: Alright so just a second I
0: copied and pasted this wrong and I don't have the got him or don't got him oh, no.
2: well.
0: I'm on the edge of my seat Me too. Me too Maybe our live chat can tell us before I can get here
2: because Circus was really involved in that, I believe. Yeah. Really? The game itself, In too? The, the game, particularly. I just remember them, that just, you know... Because that was like one of the first 360 games, wasn't
1: it? That was really early in the gen. Yeah. Yeah, I had it on GameCube as well.
2: Uh, it was
0: a launch title for 360. I remember I remember seeing that demo unit of that uh, at Best Buy before the 360 launch. And honestly, I was kind of like, oh, it was okay. This is next gen?
1: All right. Cross-gen. As-
0: Right, but like it's like, this is the power of the Xbox 360, King Kong. (laughs) Um, I do remember also seeing Call of Duty having really nice-looking smoke, and I said, that's next-gen.
1: Right. Yeah, that was a weird one that year because, was it Call of Duty 2 that went to Xbox 360? And then PS2 Mm -hmm. and GameCube got Call of Duty 2 Big Red 1, which is an entirely different game.
0: Yeah. Jones, what is the live chat audience doing right now
2: what are they saying yeah is it Do- oh, is they- it got him or don't got him oh i don't know i, I mean they they're, they're saying stuff but it doesn't mean that, is that their guess is that i'm having the hardest time with patreon it's very right clear now. that jones has not
1: been looking at chat so we've oh i have 100 percent been, 100% been looking at chat oh, okay. no i'm, I'm <laughs> okay. looking at chat it's right.
2: it's a it's a lot of gothams okay, okay. i think
0: got-ums. i think that one was got him yeah i don't know how i messed up the copy and paste there so bad
2: yeah okay but it, it's literally just got him got him got him so it's not like no i looked it up and i got him Th- Space saying- Dom says he wrote this game. Nobody's paying. Nobody's uh, okay. taking it right. seriously.
0: Thanks, Space Dom. Oh, All sorry. Right. We
2: are Oh, never mind. Sorry. What? Somebody sa- I thought somebody said we are Googling, but they said what are we Googling?
1: Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: What are we Googling? All right, so Naomi Naomi Watts confirmed got him. All right, Patrick yeah. Stewart is Jean Luc Picard in Star Trek Invasion on the PS1. Got him. Why wow. do you say that with such confidence,
2: Jones? He he's just a he's a He's a very prolific voice actor. He does a lot of stuff. Got him. Yeah. Wow. Tell me, and he just seems like... What
0: do you know. think that game is like on PS1? <laughs> Again, this is like, man, I got to look that game up. Star Trek Invasion on PS1. Yeah, I don't know it. With the man himself doing his own man. That's probably so sick. Sarah Michelle Gellar as Buffy in Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Xbox.
2: Yeah. Got her. Sure. Don't got her.
0: Don't yeah. got him. Wow. Giselle Lauren filled in for Buffy. Huh. What if they got anybody. Uh, Angelina Jolie as Grendel's mother in Beowulf the game.
2: Ah, that stupid game. No. <laughs> no. Didn't get her. Got her.
0: Didn't get her. Didn't okay. get her. No. Uh, Patricia Somerset filled in. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Was that her likeness at all? We don't know, huh? It probably so, had to
2: be, right?
0: No, I just played this recently. No. And
2: heels? Kind of stupid. Was,
1: you mean like three years ago?
0: Yeah, like three years ago. Um, <laughs> they still did the naked gold thing, but they did not do her face. By the way, I don't think naked gold woman was part of Beowulf that I I read in high school.
3: The <laughs>
0: And, all right, let's be real here. What do you think came first? Casting Angelina Jolie as Grendel's mother or... Uh, You cast Angelina, or before you say, like, we need a naked gold woman, who do we find? Which came first, naked gold woman or Angelina Jolie? I'll
2: let Jones answer this. Uh, Yeah, naked gold woman.
0: Okay. Okay. All right.
2: Whether she was in heels, though, I don't know. The heels, I think, were the most fascinating design element. Heels. Yeah. Stilettos. Yeah. Really, this is one of the oldest stories ever. Heels? Okay. It's a little something for daddy uh <laughs> <Just> a-
0: <laughs> gordon ramsay as himself in hell's oh gosh, kitchen yes. the game
2: yeah, for oh sure. god what's the point what's the point
0: a voice match for him for a reality video <laughs> you're right what's the point no they got him they
2: got him <laughs> i would um, man i would want to do a cup of jones it would be super fascinating
1: if they didn't it <laughs> was so funny
2: so that game is on a wii i would love
0: to play that as well hmm Gordon Ramsay as himself in it has his kitchen in the
1: game. Any similarity to overcooked?
0: No, I bet it's more like cooking mama, dude. If it's on Wii, oh, it's sure. like oh my gosh. Blah, blah, blah,
2: blah, Can you imagine <laughs> the pressure if you had to do a voice match, if you had to become him? You're like, oh man. I can do it. What do I do? He's actually he's very nice. There's a there's a true sensitivity to
0: him that I think you gotta access.
2: Guy Fieri, you can do you know, <laughs> do in a heartbeat,
0: anybody. It's Guy guys, Fieri's like, in the look. Crazy. You gotta get the look right. Right. Um, Pierce Brosnan as James Bond in 007 Everything or Nothing.
2: Nah. Don't That's on PS2,
0: em. Xbox, GameCube, and GBA. They got
2: him. Oh, they got it. They got
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, that was probably. Hmm. I think I stopped by that point. Is that before Tomorrow Never Dies? Is that like it's probably like. No, like that was after time.
2: Tomorrow Never Dies was a sequel to GoldenEye.
0: Okay. 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 Lived what, die another day?
2: Was the last one he did. Do you think this is the before not or after? That? And then die another day. Because um, it's
0: probably close. It's probably close to like him his last thing as James Bond. Hmm. Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing in Van Helsing.
2: Got him. Got him. They yeah. Got him. Yeah. They I play him. I I did play that game. <laughs>
0: John, so what what is how good is it? It's uh it's not it's not fantastic, but it's I'm about to order this game right now. Yeah, it's not PS2, it's,
2: Xbox. It's a it's a better game than movie. I would
0: <laughs> I would wager actually. I like I can't wait to play that. It's so cool. Um, Willem Defoe as Gill in Finding Nemo. PS2, Game Boy, Xbox, oh. PC, uh, Mac, Game Boy Advance, Java, a little over the top. Got him. They got him. They oh. got Willem Defoe. It's Disney. DC.
2: He's on board. It's Disney. Are you always okay. going to keep that in mind. No, he always had cars. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think they give you... It's Michael Caine, though. You know, it's a different... I don't know.
0: From what I understand, they give you, like, uh, I forget what it's called, like, the right to deny it first. Like, you have to be offered the job first. Oh,
1: one of those. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: right of first refusal, right? Something like that?
0: Nice blood. Yes, you get that for if you're a Disney character, this voice. Um, last one. Emilia Clark as... Daenerys, Targaryen, in Big Bang Theory, the Telltale game. I'm joking, it's Game of Thrones, the Telltale game. Uh this was on PS4, Xbox One, PS3 PS33. oh
2: uh, yeah, they got everybody. They got the they, entire cast. They did. God. Yeah, they got the whole, they got the whole crew. They look kind
0: of like them, Yeah.
2: In fact, I think they did write a first refusal and everyone's that said, no, they wrote that character out of the story. Well, <laughs> you know, cause some people
0: are just gone.
2: I think they were like, well, I, I don't know. Daenerys doesn't really make sense. And it's like, we, we got her. You, 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 make it make sense. Like, oh, <laughs> right. All right. What cool. if one of the persons like, with, okay. Uh,
0: thanks. Space Dom who did in fact write that game. Thank you. Shall we do one more?
2: We shall. Oh, yeah,
0: because this one's from a long-term lurker. I like that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I feel like almost every week we get a new person. I I, want to get their things in. Um, Hey, allies, long-term lurker here. But... I felt it would be important for you all to know how special your content is. Due to a genetic condition, I've had to go and get open heart surgery done to replace one of my heart valves. It has been pretty scary, made much, much worse because of the current pandemic situation. My family wasn't even allowed to go into the hospital with me. Uh, The surgery was a success though. And after just a few days, I I was released to recover at home. Uh, Those days at the hospital when I was awake were spent catching up on EZA content. Particularly, I watched weekly hunts and started the Pokemon Silver playthrough. These have been fantastic, as even when I can't keep awake, I can just have the stream playing and jump back in. Thank you all so much for what you create for a topic. What games do you guys like to play or what streams would you recommend watching for when you are really sick or injured? What games are better to play when you are barely coherent and drugged up on pain meds and which are better to save for when you're a little more cognizant? Animal Crossing is a given. Don't even bring that up. Hmm. Other games in my backlog. Link's Awakening, Castlevania Requiem, Dark Souls, Sims 4, Kingdom Kingdom Come Deliverance, Yakuza Kiwami, Love and Respect,
2: Matt B. A lot of love and respect from chat. Must be said. Heck yeah. A lot of people sending the love in chat. Um, Um, Yeah, you go, John. uh, I I think... Uh, Games Done Quick obviously is a very popular stream anyway but like that just proves that we're all human (laughs) you know like that like it's just to see someone like putting themselves on the line like that and and potentially you know failing and or or potentially showing their weaknesses it's just kind of nice to to have that stuff the the moments are great when they succeed and the moments are also great when they're not able to do it or they don't meet their own expectations
1: Um, but
2: the the pain med one is is, that's a tricky one I think
1: I think it's not too much pressure, and I think it it served me pretty well when I didn't need to focus, uh, like with flights and things like that. Uh, is uh, Picross. yeah, and there's, just just have Picross there. You know, you, you at first it's a little hard to get into like how the patterns and things work, but once you get there, it just it's just this matter of deduction, and so like it keeps your brain working, but you also don't feel like you have to be immersed in this thing to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, like uh, having Castlevania, Dark Souls, Kingdom come deliverance on this, like, good luck. You know what I mean? If you're not sober, good luck with those games. Um, like, like sick, I'm thinking like Telltale games and then just being a bad boy. Like playing through Batman and just being a bad Batman is really fun to do when you're sick, I think. Just be oh, a bad human Batman.
1: To that level, um, if you're talking about like just, yeah, being kind of under the influence of something. When I had uh, my wisdom teeth out, mm-hmm. and I, I came back and I was like all kind of delirious, Cruising USA, that was... <laughs> you hit like those cars and they start flipping and the people are screaming and I'm like, this is the best thing I could ever play right now.
0: Well, that is a great pick. What, what year is it?
1: What year was that? That had to have been either 97 or 98 so you're playing on n64 yeah
0: nice yeah that's awesome i love that to death okay time for bets next week's bet: persona 5 ArRoyal. royal oh
1: i think i missed
0: oh I you missed this jones a... and i were prepared we, we have our bets down. written down
1: we
2: sure don't <laughs> <laughs> we don't blood we don't i totally forgot about this okay. that's so funny
0: that's so funny like, like how i was here before kyle Okay, so what we're going to have to do is we're all going to have to write it down and then reveal it at the same time, so nobody yeah, 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 so nobody yeah. cheats.
1: Okay. okay. A piece of paper. Let me get little notepad over
0: here. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So and I, have, and I have
2: last week's bet ready yet.:
0: Great. So Persona 5 Royal will be released on March 31st, uh, which I think is two days before we're going to be recording next week's podcast. Um, at this point next week, what will the trophy percentage be for? Castle of Lust. Seized. This is where you clear the castle palace. Castle of Lust seized. Not in a week, in two days.
1: Oh in two days.
0: Yeah, basic I think it's basically two days.
1: Ooh.
0: What will the trophy percentage be for clearing the first castle?
1: Okay.
0: Okay. I'm ready. Jones, are you ready? Yeah. Blood ready? Yeah. All right, three, two, one, reveal.
1: 0. 0.6. 31.
0: I got 8.1%. Uh, is it
2: backwards for you too?
1: Uh, why is my camera backwards? Yeah, I, I think the camera's why. probably flipping him. Yeah. Okay. My camera's
2: flipped for some reason. All right, hey, whatever. <laughs> is, is that a number? Chaz? is that a number? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. John Williams is flipped too. I don't know why I'm flipped. Let me lock that in.
0: So Jones, John Williams actually looks correct when I see you. So wonder if it's only flipping it for your own. Oh, maybe
1: view. it's only flipping it up for us.
0: Yeah. Weird.
1: I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah, because I see John. Wo- I can read John Williams fine. Me too. For me, it's
0: flipped. Oh, but Jones's view is going on to YouTube though. That's the worst. Which uh, Twitch. Yeah.
2: All right. So anyway. Uh, oh right right. Because when we post it later. Halfway. Hey, I can. What? Well, Brandon Jones will be flipped. I can flip myself and post. You know.
0: Oh, you could. Yeah.
1: Nice. That work, but yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Half Life Alex releasing March 23rd, Oh, has released this week. Um, how many Steam reviews would the game have at this point next week? What did everybody Ooh. bet last week, Jones?
2: I bet 6K. Michael Huber bet 875. Michael Damiani bet 100. Kyle <laughs> Bossman bet 1200, 1,200. And Ian bet 1,400, 1,400.
0: Ooh, that looks like a. I said 1,200? Yeah. And you, you said you had the high bet with 8K. I bet,
2: I bet 6K. 6K? Yeah.
0: Uh, that's it. Uh, the, the review count right now, overwhelmingly positive, 11,636. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. The response to this game has been way bigger than I thought it would be, honestly. Yeah, the reviews were
1: just
2: crazy, crazy.
0: I thought it had good reviews. I didn't think there were that, I didn't think VR was that strong.
1: Oh, sure. Like enough people had the headsets to even really do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
2: no, it, 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 there are a lot of people playing it. It's it- a good story. That's the thing. Is there's not a lot of VR games that are good headline stories. You know, it's like if you even if you play the most exceptional game and you come running out and you're like like me, I was like, lone echo, everyone, lone echo. And it's like cool, gents, you know, whereas like yeah. you come out and you're like, yeah. Alex is good. Like that's a story, actually. Yeah, because right. we believe oh, you. you know. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And, and then, I don't necessarily believe you, because I've seen a lot of people still like, I'm still not buying a you know right. an index. I'm still not getting it.
1: But, but I also think with that, there's probably a lot of uh, lapsed VR owners, right? Because there's there's the people that are like really into VR, right? They know the scene. It's totally different than the normal gaming scene. They were talking amongst themselves. Then there are also a lot of people that bought headsets, played with them for a week or two, and then packed them up, put it in the closet because they didn't have anywhere to put that stuff. Yeah. And they all got those headsets out this week.
0: Yeah, it's the kind of thing where if you bullseye a niche, you will find huge success. And I think this is that. I think everybody who has those headsets was playing that this week. You know, at least a large portion of people who have the right headsets were playing that this week. And so, yeah, I think they just bullseye a niche. I think that's pretty sweet. That brings our scores to Gorgeous gorillas 7. Woo! Sick Owls 4.
3: Uh,
0: let me tell everyone about patreon.com slash easy allies. That would be where you would go to uh, see what we do. And it is definitely a different time to see what we do, see what we're still doing. I would say, because reviews are still happening. Previews, we're finding a way we're still doing all our podcasts. Yeah. The um, previews have been fun. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're pretty cool to watch actually with a split screen. I liked it. I liked the the production on that. Um, So yeah, check that out. See how you can support the Easy Allies. Um, People who give $1 or more per month uh, get the ad-free version of the podcast, which, I mean, this week's was just ad-free for everybody. Uh, That's how it works sometimes. Uh, 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 $5 or more patrons uh, get the podcast two days early. They can see it on Fridays as opposed to Sundays. See it and hear it. Um,
2: Jonesy, how about some shout-outs? Shout-out to Fanis. Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Will Schmuck, and Mr. One Luigi. Shout out. Shout out.
0: Uh, That's pretty much it. Chauncey, you won the bet. Back back on the board, baby. Yeah. Uh, You get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off did I give you a final word too? I feel like I only said three things.
2: Oh, I'm taking a final word.
0: Yeah, final word. and Anything
2: you, you disagreed you with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's up, everybody? You can follow me at Trailer Jones. Go watch Box Peak. Go do it. Go do it right now. There might, you know what? I say that because I know there's one of you watching. You can be listening to the podcast. You can be watching the podcast. There's probably one of you on Twitch that's like, you know what? I never, you know what? You got me, Jones. I never did. I never watched it. Go watch it right now.
1: If you need an easy, easy way to find 10 it, episodes, because I know sometimes people have a hard time with how YouTube sorts things, whatever, even though I try to yeah. make it easy, easyallies.com, and then just hit that. Right. Control F, box peak, you'll find the playlist.
2: Cool. Go watch it. Um, I, I want to reiterate, and I just want to say something because this is a weird podcast. It's a weird week. It's a weird world we're living in right now. And uh, I, I really I really got hit by that love and respect about that person who came out of surgery and said that we did something special for them. And... Uh, I feel, I feel, uh, we are very lucky because we have, you know, uh, friends and and loved ones of the allies, uh, that are losing their jobs because they work in retail, they work, you know, at restaurants, they work in bars, you know, they were, and, uh, a lot of people are very much having a very hard time, you know, trying to make ends meet, and, uh, we are crowdfunded, and we are, you know, this, this, this guy down here said that he was leaving, and so our Patreon dipped a little bit, but, uh, even in the wake of this financial, um, uh, you know, tr- kind of trial that everyone is experiencing right now. A lot of people are still showing up to support us on Patreon. A lot of people are still supporting us by showing up and watching our streams uh, and choosing to focus their attention on Easy Allies and choosing to support us financially. And uh that has always meant something, that has always been a really big deal, and that just, uh, has just kind of hit me in a, in a, in a really kind of particular way, uh, the last couple weeks, so, I just want to, a general gratitude to everybody, uh, of course for supporting us, but especially for you, for you saying that, you know, the stuff that we do means something, to you know, to you, um, we are forced to live from home, we are forced to try to do our best to avoid this, you know, terrifying, uh, um, uh, virus that is, uh, making its way over the world, and, uh, all of you are making that... Uh, easier for us to do and making our lives easier uh, to get through very much right now. And we appreciate it so much. Cheers.
0: You're that black man for the whole game. Nintendo's finally making a game where you're a black man.
2: The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon Podcast Producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Caleb Crawford, L. Fannis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Mr. One Luigi, Will Schmuck, Walker Hope, Nick, Mark Dalga, Bradley Spees, Dave Red, Richard G. Flowers, Paolo Costabel, Jake Musser, Rev Sheesh, Zachary Wingate, Jan Tyson, Sigma, Neil Bruce, Robert Stoffel, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Chum Nguyen, Discarded Digit, Ali Cat, Ethan RC, Mick Roper, Tim O'Keefe, Damnable Nook, Andrew Reif, Happy Gaming, Miguel Rivas, Valmar, Blue Water, Blue Sky, Daniel Portillo, Jose Gutierrez, Alex AI, Rob Bob Will, Beaten Down Brian, Hayden Hargraves, Matthew Pauling, G Levin, so Shisty, G Ken, Gary James, The Banana Forklift Killer, Brad Lohman, Marcel Markov, Katherine Lai, Todd Yurkovic, Steven Last, Candy Coated Thorns, Hitman 47, Kelvin Hartanto, Rack, DRD 7 of 14, Matthew Holcomb, Oni Blackmage, Joachim Morovuo, John Santoro, Niz Klojgaard, Jesper Lawson, Jordan Kirk, Yasser Kribushi, James Vitt, Sam Handrick, Stephen Thomason, Robert Crouch, Luke Bennett, Andy Drew, Neuromod, John Burns, Rickster EXE, Brad Grenz, S Snake 24, Jesse Blue, Mango, Richard Johnston, Michael Yao, Mark J. Betters II, Steve Fallon, Dan Sebring, Roy Sung, Adam Henry, Blue, Accounts Payable, Mikhail Anyel, Corey Jackson, Wavering Radiant, Jeffrey Ruchtenwald, Ritz 1906, Noah Weinstein, V8 Dave, Christian Hundorf, Eric Gustafsson, Paul Sway, Ulf himself, I, Sun Chor, Christopher Santis, Strikeout NZ, Sandra and Richard Acero, David Boyarsky, Faraz Rizvi, Gally Gutierrez, Travis Ng, Pete Shoemaker, Reed Johnson, Manuel Thomas, Michelle Nub, Mikey Mizek Novak, Kim Monk Vonderliev Hagensen-Petersen, Mons Anderson, Alex Monaco, Paul Bishop, Modren, Zintrax, Kurz-Stav Rogowski, Marco Hernandez, Daniel Wong, Zustik, V. Kira Ray, Don Turner, Sebastian Urban, Eddie Reisner, Sebastian Trier, Adam Scherenbrock, Evan Eng, Raymond Chow, Adam, Azazel Valkyrie, Junior Motomura, Ivan Ponce, Tuttle, Bjornor Haraldsvik, Eggstravaganza, Joshua Vanswall, Steven Walther, Tense George, Colin Hoylman, Barry, Cyberboa, Forrest, Eric Maynard, Chase Caldwell, Momo Rashid, Remy Loisel, Caffeine Rage, Rahiv Maharaj, Leon Keys, Chris the Pianist, Rerun, Ian Anderson, Philip Higdon, Furious Action Gamer, NyCrypt, Jai Aldiar, Robert I, Ivan Skogheim, C.S. Lewis, Ahmad Al Rashed, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Jock, Travis Miosi, Mike Calvi, Alex Glass, The Fatty Show, Neo Bear, Dan Pan 16, Wouter De Hayes, Malcolm Moshette, William Heaney, Not Jack, Mither Strongbeard, Jana, Anthony Galvin, Ahab, Clay Roberts, Palkin Stirs and Stirs, Guccino, Dakota Hayes, The Classiest Hobo, Misuki211, Matt Karwaski, Liam Ahern, Jason Joint, Bunny Chen, Christopher A. Butler, Jason Shields, David Kennedy, Materia Addict, Diggles, Fabian Winkler, Arthur Henrique Chinaglia, Culinary Stud, Nuno Amaral, Magnus Rasmussen, Joel Olson, Edison S. Prada Jr., Tim Mann, Sean Rao, Haley Hill, Jay Potter, Crediar, Mauricio Fuentes, Jesse Fish, Thorfkin, Gabriel Aberg, Chad McIntosh, Zahid Hosseini Karami, Luis Ibarra, Lee Young, Alexander Zirianoff, Morpheus, Brian Foster, Delisi, Sean Cornett, Santiago Carrillo, Linson Wu, General Piet, Zio VGM, Matthew Migler, Andrew Smith, Andrew Stoke, Brandon White, Christophe Fatui, Chris LaRue, A Pack of Puppies, Michael Clendenan, Wen Bo Shan, Hadi Ali, Aurelien Grenier, Trevor Thomas, Will Arrowwood, Michael Kozachenko, Awesome Express, Adam Lindsay, Cory Landega, Pablo Rodriguez, Timo Yeager, Alec Church, Ibrahim Sozer, Feber Gundam, Mike Hook One, Carl Williams, Gustav Strombom, Volker Bach, Russell Bateman, Lindsey Wells, Jason I, Christoph Packlinger, Rickard Enbaum, James Vest, Nefertiti Jenkins, Tyler Wallace, Joe Rutsky, Kyle Quintero, Jesse Vitelli, Jonathan and Amy Alconis, Quinn Riley, JC3, Jack Cullen, Logan Young, Vishal Singh, Paul Nolson, Isaac Swanson, Jameson Lapine, Max His Shame Jethrin, Bread Breadroll Art, Matt Ford, Joey Din, Splontot, Jordan Phillips, Ryan Wagner, Matthias Clare, Spencer Stevens, Jeffrey Murillo, Kevin Camposano, Trizak, Matt Ferguson, Jake in Japan, Sam Sorensen, Vincent Foliot, Madman Kevin, Michael Baloney, Michael Pliskin, Andy Marks, Tim Stroffman, XWF Outlaw, Julius Garcia, Alex Lavagne, Gon Kef, Joel Short, Dimitri Zetas, Masrim Tame, Ganzak009, David, Helen Y, Jamison Anderson, Daniel Fuchs, David Halverson, Travis Gakowski, J. Kim 7 VK, Megadet, Bard 91, Sneaky Gato, Blake Bonsack, W. Crusher, Line Crown 19, Tom Masterman, Jojo Denko, ZK, Mac Reed, Jose Carlos Madrigal, Mr. Anarchy, Thomas Blaise Foschero, Andreas Risberg, Christer Lundmark, anti Ataraxia, Dreams of Caffeine, Michael Besegli, Natabia Ross, Matthew Holmes, Alexander McEachern, Silent Continent, Raymond Lee, Allison Burt, Trenton Robison, Lars Berger, Marcel Giroux17 Froelich, Donley, Matthew Eden, Erdney Kutenow, Cabbage92, Megan McDonough, Rainier Dennis Bautista, Nathaniel Austin, Ricky Cass, Tristan Howard, Glenn Olson.